Good morning, folks. It is 6.05 a.m. Eastern Standard 6:05 Time. 6.05 already? Yeah. Time flies. And you are listening to the Dead Man's Coffee Club. We haven't recorded an episode in like three weeks. Anthony doesn't work today. He usually yeah, would be I'm, headed out I'm the door right now. unemployed right now. Shut up. You start on Monday. <laughs> Just for We've for been two talking for an hour already, guys, and um, I've had three cups of coffee, for, so I'm feeling pretty good. For two days, be fun employed. Just you know, yeah. I got my bowl of Cheerios. I got a sleeping baby. I have yes. a flamingo cup with um, cigarette tasting Cafe Bustello in it. I'm at my little uh, my little desk down in the basement. Yep, it's a good, it's a good Saturday. What day of the week is it? Is it Saturday? It's Saturday, <laughs> okay. it's Saturday yeah. It's a good Saturday. I had to think about that because, you know, I'm typically employed at this point. Uh, getting ready to, you know, do work and stuff, but not today. <laughs> not today, people. Oh, my God. How are you, man? I mean, if we're going to talk about unemployed... What am I? God, the last month has just been so terrible in that regard. Ugh. Technically on contract, also technically not getting paid. Ugh, the biggest yeah. fuck up. What's worse? I don't know. I don't know. I still have to put my two weeks in. <laughs> God bless. Uh, I don't really care what happens with that. But see, like, it throws me off because when you say something like that, I'm like, but school's right around the corner. But uh, then again, no, y'all's school it's, year starts so much later. I was So I just saw a picture of Birmingham's mayor sitting on the floor talking to some kids. He's a young guy, I guess, Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why the fuck are they in school already? <laughs> It's August. It's, it's shit. Dude, it's my uh, hardly my August. Daughter, my daughter started school the last week of July. That's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Even when I was in New Mexico, we didn't start till at least like the second week of August. But yeah. I mean, I understand it gets hot. Well, like what's even more bizarre, I think, is you know my my daughter started on July thirtieth, mm-hmm. which was a Monday, right? But my nieces and nephews, who are a little further down south, um, they started on, I believe it was like August 1st or 2nd, which was like a fucking Thursday. That's weird. A Thursday makes no sense. Right. Like, who starts school on Thursday? We always start on Tuesday. The day after Labor Day. Yeah. But fucking Thursday? You might not. You might as well not show up that week. I was about to say, forget about it. Like, see me on Monday. It makes no sense. Even at when when it's Thursday and you're a teacher, shit, you know you almost (laughs) made it to the weekend. You're almost good. And if that's your first day of the week, you're really good. You're like, bet this can be easy. So you know when a teacher's saying it's easy, it's they're not going to be as planned as they should be. If they think they only have two days to plan for in a week, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Maybe it's just kind of like a soft opening. I mean, because no one comes. The first week, even for us, 
after, on September 5th, no one comes. You get, like, you gain 100 kids in the first month. Or more, depending on how big your school actually is going to be. Right. You also lose 100 at the end of the year, you know, but. Uh, All right, guys. Well, we're back on track. Yeah. Uh, we had to we had to get that out. Get the wiggles uh, out, you know. This morning, um, Tyler and I have been talking for a little less than an hour uh, about everything under the sun. And um, some we're not going to tell you about. Sorry, people. It's yeah, yeah. No, some of some of the yeah. Un- unless you pay primo, <laughs> uh, you do not get those podcasts. I don't know if you should say that because that might be some weird thing that people like pay people for favors, and that could be. Yo, yo, so uh, how much is that exclusive pre-show podcast? Oh, that's what you mean. I don't know if the price is right. You know, I might sell it. I'm just saying. (laughs) You'd be surprised. I'm going to be over here recording on my own. You're not even going to know it. Uh, I don't know, man. Is Georgia a one-way state where, like here, only one person needs to know that you're recording? (laughs) You're right. I'm just going to Venmo you, and you'll be like, what is this? This is your cut from the pre-show. Don't ask questions. Uh, when the Dead Man's Coffee Club gets shady as fuck. God. <laughs> I, sorry, people. It's been too long since we've actually recorded an episode. We've talked, like, yeah, every man. week, but we just didn't yeah. tell you about it. Um <laughs> Yeah, sorry to leave y'all out, but this week we're gonna we're gonna try to pull the reins a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. No, um, we actually have a, a good topic. Anthony came up with it all by himself, and it's just <laughs> it's just out of this world, people. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me you. let me focus here. Okay, cool. I'm ready. I'm ready. To, all right. To do so this. Um, this is actually Tyler's. Uh, thing and I just kind of like ran with it because I think that it's timely but um it is timely you know it's 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 a concept that we've heard um discussed and talked about but it's something that is as of as of late kind of been more internalized and personalized yeah um you know just for this season of life and those to come. For sure. And of course, as soon as you start talking, it breaks up just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't think that this is just like a, a singular, uh, seasons like revelation. I think that this is something that, you know, I think you, you use the word, you know, transformation like it's 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 a transformative uh concept and word and it's something that going forward will change you will change me will you know hopefully after you hear this you know uh will will change something in you for hopefully the rest of your days um and that is 
the idea of being a lighthouse. So, Tyler, I want you to take it away and just kind of tell the people how uh, you came upon it and, um, you know, just kind of what it means to you to be a lighthouse. So, the first time I, well, here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off script here. Um, in the highly read blog known as The Notebook on TylerCFleming.com, uh, there is a piece this week, <laughs> sorry, I'm being an asshole this morning, uh, note to self, be a lighthouse. And if you don't mind, I'm gonna, it's three paragraphs long. I'm a slow Dude, reader, but it. even that won't take very long. <clears throat> okay. So note to self, be a lighthouse. As a child, when, whenever we would visit our grandparents' house, we would visit the lighthouse. It completed any trip and in some ways became a sort of family practice or tradition passed down from one generation to another. No matter how far the water had risen or the beach receded, we would make our way to Lake Michigan, park the car, and walk the sand-swept sidewalk to the pier. As my grandparents aged, there came a time where they would <clears throat> wait on a bench just before the pier. Further along, they would wait in the car, simply seeing the lighthouse in the water enough to complete the tradition. During storms and calm waters, the lighthouse stood tall. When storm, storm waves crested up and over the pier, making this, the walk down the concrete peninsula too, too dangerous, the lighthouse still stood. And when freezing winter temperatures crusted everything with a thick layer of ice, still the lighthouse stood. A lighthouse by design, guides ships into safe har harbor from open water. When the waves of Lake Michigan grow to the size that can sink ships, the lighthouse stands tall, light shining, showing captains the way to steer their ships to safety. In the dark of night or sideways hailing storms, the lighthouse shows the way. What then, if during the darkest moments and strongest storms of our life, we become lighthouses for ourselves and those around us? So... Um, if you haven't figured it out yet, um, I'm from, uh, Michigan and Michigan, sorry, other states in the region, but is the Great Lakes state. Um, we are surrounded on every side by one, at least one of the Great Lakes. And there's only one that we don't touch, um, which is Lake Ontario. And, um... I say this because if you're from here, uh, the water becomes this thing that you consider like home. And my favorite place in the entire world, and I've had the opportunity to travel to some beautiful places in North America at least, um, is Lake Michigan. And Lake Michigan has also, also can um, have waves that can sink ships and take lives. Two were taken last Saturday when my kid and I were playing in the waves. Um, not on the same beach, but like farther up north in the same lake. And at every town along the lake shore, there's a lighthouse. Right? The one that I grew up going to was the one in Michigan City, but regardless, there's lighthouses. And these, the purpose of a lighthouse, as I said in this piece, is to guide folks in from the sea past maybe a dangerous obstacle, but from the sea or 
open water. Because Lake Michigan is freshwater, but it's still as big, as big or bigger than some sea, like salt seas, and um, yeah, into a safe place for their ship, right? And um, so, the concept of a lighthouse, uh, like from a human perspective, uh, there's a guy called Scott McGee who runs a podcast called The Sisu Way, and he and I have been in conversation for a little probably over a year now um but he has brought kind of this concept to life of to to be a lighthouse to become a lighthouse and what it kind of means is uh in the challenging moments of our lives we have an opportunity to stand tall and firm and calm and shed light because another quote that Scott often shares, and maybe Anthony knows it better than I, was by Dr. Martin Luther King that said, I believe that says only light um, can can get rid of darkness, right? You can't. That's not darkness, yeah. And um, so if there's negative and crazy situations happening, chaotic situations happening, while a gut reaction might be to come in guns blazing yelling screaming just trying to force your um, opinion that maybe possibly an alternative option is to take a deep breath and stand firm in the next positive step or or just stand still and cast a positive light on um a troubling situation and yeah so that's from my perspective kind of uh where the lighthouse kind of comes into the conversation i think that that's i mean it's such a powerful idea because you know as i've noticed and you know as we were talking in the pre-show um still available for order a, yeah I'm, I'm just gonna refer to it to the pre-show so when people ask about it i can you know slide in the dms with the uh, with the mp3 okay continue i'm sorry uh, for, for the low cost of um, <laughs> but uh like we were talking about earlier you know there are going to be variables in every situation and you cannot control every variable. Right. The only thing and the only person that you have any control over at any point fully is yourself. Mm-hmm. And the idea of being a lighthouse of standing firm, of being a, a beacon, something that uh, guides people in something, I mean, and just the, the thought of that, to guide, um, you know, there's something trustworthy, like you, you, you have to have built some sort of uh, trust and yeah, to, to, for anyone to allow you to guide them in the first place. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, if, if, if I can't control anyone else or anything else, I can at least control myself. I can be positive. I can, again, take that deep breath in, take that deep breath out. I can assess the situation when everything around me is negative. I can choose positivity. I can choose joy. I can choose, um, you know, a loving disposition. And in so doing, I can guide people back or at least I stand, you know, the opportunity of guiding people back to a little bit more positivity, a -hmm. little bit more happiness, a little bit more uh, peace. But if, if I just kind of sway with the the climate in the room if 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 i don't choose to control myself and to stand firm in who i am and what i believe um and i just allow myself to be moved by the the climate of the room then you know i have kind of succumbed to to that mm-hmm. versus being able to maybe pull someone out so like i I think that that's just like a really really good um just a good thing to like have in mind and to be thinking about yeah i mean so it's i think there's um I've found it so like obviously the the idea of a lighthouse has for me some personal meaning right because it's uh it reminds me of where I'm from and like it reminds me of my yeah. grandmother and I like have this painting from my my grandpa who you know it's of the the lighthouse that I grew up going to kind of deal um like it has this personal like family kind of feel to it which is important but then it also has this thing that like anthony alluded to it's it's maybe the only thing in my control is myself right and that's what it also represents right i can control how i respond to difficult situations right do i do I stand as a lighthouse or do I, um, or do I, uh, get all excited and, and run around crazy and, you know, and like it's, sometimes it feels good to run around crazy, but I don't know if it's the most helpful thing. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's become such a um, an important part for me, right? The last month, part of why we haven't recorded, the last month has been tough on, oh, yeah, on both ends, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, 
I made light of it at the beginning of this, but it's, you know, I screwed some, like, I did not read all the details and, like, you know, created a tough spot. But this has been a thought that has really helped me to try and be in like Anthony and I have had many conversations since you know this realization where it's like this is this is what your job is right now right yeah. and I've, I've told it to students before when like a tough spot state comes like this is where we stand right this is where we stand up this is where we are strong this is like and I think a lighthouse kind of represents that right like I've literally and I like I said I don't live anywhere near ocean I live near some big lakes and I've seen 10 15 foot waves crash into a, a lighthouse like and it just keeps going it's, it's gonna be there right and if it's not there some shit has gone sideways <laughs> like Dude, I, yeah yeah there might I be that. um you know just the the picture of like you said and I you know I'm I'm from southwest Georgia so you know I've, I've seen lighthouses but I have I don't think that I have um, as much of a frame of reference as you do but mm-hmm. for you to you know say that you know you've seen 10 15 foot waves crashing into these things um you know that's just such a good illustration you know that all around you all the time there's going to be chaos and I think that's just kind of the nature of uh, existence you know I, I firmly believe that you know again this comes from like my particular favorite that um you know man is in rebellion against god and so as a result of that and as a reflection of it creation is in rebellion against man right and it's a reminder it's a reminder of of our our rebellion against the creator right against the divine and so Constantly, there's going to be chaos. There's going to be rebellion. There's going to be, you know, strife and hardship. That stuff happens, and it's not going to stop happening. And for us to wish that it would stop, I think is, you know, we're we're doing ourselves a disservice. Yeah. Um, because those are also moments for us to become stronger, to become sharp, um, and to learn to actually learn what it means to stand firm. And so the chaos is these 10 and 15 foot waves crashing into this lighthouse. Right. And all the while this lighthouse stands tall and does its job. Mm-hmm. And with all the chaos that's going on in the water, it gives every ship out there that's on that, you know, on that raging water, an opportunity to see some light and to know which way to go. Right. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. If people already feel like we're beating a dead horse, but I think um, 
it's it's for me it's brought a sense of calm and strength in tough moments um, because it's a real thing in the real world that exists yeah. that has the sole purpose of being useful right it has no other purpose sure they look pretty but they like they that's not their purpose their purpose is to shed light and to stand tall in the craziest of circumstances if they can't do that then they're not a lighthouse they're something else but they're not a lighthouse yeah, yeah. and um I don't know. It's 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 just for me. It's become a really good grounding point to yeah to operate from, um, and uh, it's been it's just become very helpful for me. I guess, and I don't know how much more I can like express how important it's been, but um, yeah, when things have just been very uncertain. And I also, I really like, right, like, your, um, like, your perspective of, like, nature or the divine is rebelling against man, that sort of thing. And please forgive me if I, and correct me if I said it wrong, but, um, you know, there's going to be days where the, the water's calm. And guess what? Yeah. On that day, the lighthouse doesn't just say, fuck it. Like it still does his job. I'm right? gonna I'm gonna go run around like a crazy person, right? And yeah, in uh, the days that there's like little rolling waves, right? It doesn't just say, you know what, y'all good. Like you'll figure it out. You you be good. No, no, it doesn't. And and then when shit's going crazy, it's still there doing the same fucking thing, right? And um, I mean, this is probably why Scott was kind of drawn to it, but I, there's, it's a very good example of like some of this, these stoic kind of, I, I, these ideas from stoicism that like, you know, just yeah. remaining calm and, and controlling what you can control and, you know, because if we look around, if we hit pause on our shit and just look at the world yeah like there's some crazy shit that happens right like there's even in the in the next town over right like yeah. there's all sorts of crazy shit that happens every day you know like from like violence to you know f fucked up politics right we have a crazy person yeah. in charge supposedly in charge of this country right now Right, yeah. like we yeah. we, you know, did, did, from messed up corporations to like just you, you name it, right? Yeah. That like, you look anywhere, and that that's what we see, right? I mean, all of course, there's also some really beautiful things too, right? Some amazing things happening all the time, but that's that's <laughs> that's life. That's what it is, right? Is that it's yeah. always in complete flux, right? 
if if the if the water's calm here, well, it's probably going crazy someplace else, right? It's there's, and so it becomes our job as people who are dying daily, of people who are evolving, of people who are committing to um, some sort of transformation on a regular basis, to 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 continue. Or to continue to stand and continue to do the things we need to do. Um, not because we're special, not because the world needs to know what we do, yeah. but because that's just what we do, right? Um, and that, because that's, that's just what a lighthouse does, right? It just does its, does its thing and yeah. the world yeah. becomes a better place because of it. Yeah, and I think I think this is like, slightly on a tangent but um you know a lighthouse does its job you know no matter what it it does its job it has a purpose its creation has a purpose and it operates in that purpose no matter the conditions right so if the waters are calm if you know they're just kind of, you know, rippling this way and that way, or if it's just chaos and the rains are coming down, whatever it is, that thing has a specific job, and it does that job no matter what. Yep. Um, it, it has a created purpose, and so, God, I think that that even even speaks to. Um, just the way that we spend our time just generally um, and this may not even be just hey you know be the person to to change the atmosphere or be the person to set the behavioral standard you know to hopefully break up chaos but also you and I know very well that we were and you can you can look at this from a a a religious context or you can just look at it um from us being just human on this earth doing things um but we have certain skills we have certain abilities we have time we have talent we have treasure and it is our duty to use all of that to use all of that talent to use all that time to use all of that treasure um to build something better Mm -hmm. uh to 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 build for ourselves a better you know vessel to dwell in but also to as you would put it, to build a better world to live in, right? So what are we doing on a regular basis, no matter the conditions of the water, to do the thing or the things that we were created to do? What are you doing, I'm just kidding. Keep going with your point. So, I mean, you know, I, I said this a few episodes back that, 
you know, I kind of had the realization that, you know, I'm certain of three things and I'm still certain of those three things. And the first is that I believe that Jesus is who he says he is. The second thing is that I love my wife and my daughter more than anything and anyone on the face of this planet. Damn it, I didn't make and the cut. <laughs> you're, you're, you're close. Uh, and the third is that I was born to tell stories. So do I allow for, you know, the stresses of work and moving and, you know, pressure in, in family, do, do I allow or perceived lack of time? Because often it is a perceived lack of time. Mm -hmm. um, do I allow those conditions to stop me from doing the thing, you know, that, that I am, I feel that I am born to do. I, I, I felt that I was put on this planet to do and even on a on a broader and and you know not you know just even on a broader scale like with those other two things the the other thing was that i love my wife and my daughter well do i allow the conditions to sway how i show my girl's love right you know when my daughter is being a four-year-old and throwing a tantrum and i know i'm guilty of it i know i am and this is you know me kind of talking it out and, and trying to change my mentality towards it but when she's throwing a tantrum do i choose love right do do i choose to operate in you know, what, what I am here to do for them. And that is to, to, to extend love of, to extend grace and to build them up. Am I doing that? Whether there's a tantrum or whether she decides that today is going to be the one day a year that I'm going to allot my dad some cuddles. Like what is my choice? Right. You know, what, what, what am I doing? Am I operating in that purpose? Cause I think that that's really important too. I agree, man. Um, so what are some things that you find helpful for you to remain grounded when things end and stand tall and, and shed light and whatever and love or whatever however you want to put it yeah when the waters are when the storm is a raging it's a raging um i think we talked about a few of these yeah things. i'm sure we have but it's um it's always and, relevant i think yeah yeah it is you're right um for one like i've i've really made my breathing practice like super important like it has taken a front seat um and not not necessarily just you know my like wim hof cycles but 
being intentional throughout my day just to like take it in and let it go like sometimes again like when the sea is a raging you get caught off guard and Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to bring it in and just let that thing out think about it and then jump back in um Another thing is, uh, and you know, this is one thing I'm excited about doing at my new job. I have a cubicle. <laughs> I'm going to be on that cubicle life. But uh, I was sharing with you in the pre show that, uh, like, I'm just excited to make that thing an altar, like, to, to have reminders. Yeah. Like, and I think sometimes physical reminders are such a good thing um, to have written reminders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe not even just a picture, but maybe it is your personal proclamation. Um, you know, you you have a literal written standard, yep. right? Um, and when you see that thing, something in you jumps because you know that you have committed yourself to that thing. Right. And so it, 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 it pulls you back in. Um, you know, I, I've told, uh, I think I've mentioned it on the show that, um, you know, Chris Moore gifted me with uh, illegitimate non-carborundum. Uh, don't let the bastards ground you down. Uh, so, again, when, when, when the seas are raging, don't let people, don't let things, uh, don't let circumstances, you know, grind you to a pulp. You stand firm, you stand tall, and you keep going. And so, like, I have things like that in place uh, that help to, to kind of remind me. Also, um, and this kind of goes or coincides with the breathing practice, but, dude, I'm just a huge fan of solitude. Um, I love talking to you. I love being around my wife. I, and, and I can't say that about a lot of people, Um, but, um, more than most things, I just love being alone. Um, because it's in that, that quiet that I'm really able to, um, kind of like unroll all the things and look at each and every one of them and be critical and find points where I can learn lessons and actually start making the steps towards them. Um, so yeah, I think, I think for me, if I had to pin them down, it's breathing and alters um and solitude yeah you guys have one of those polaroid cameras don't you yeah don't you like do you think there's more value to those photos uh yeah yeah um i i I, I don't know go ahead continue part, part of it part of it is certainly like a nostalgia thing yeah like i can't deny the fact that there's a particular level of nostalgia in 
taking a picture and it coming out and you know while like kind of fanning it doesn't do shit like you do it because as a kid you did it yeah um and they typically come out looking old yeah um so yeah but but at the same time uh yeah i mean those i think i think another reason they're so special is that you know that film is not cheap so no you don't take them all the time yeah you're very selective about when you take those pictures um so that moment has to be important enough to solicit using that film that you paid all that money for Mm -hmm. uh so yeah i think that those those pictures are important and i am definitely going to have a few of those just kind of like up on one of my one of my partitions yeah sorry Uh, those just i was thinking about that and like I mean, I have a couple uh, photos, like actual printed photos down here by this desk, and sure, I have all the pictures on my computer and on my phone and all that stuff, but like, those? Like, I have a picture of Aiden, and we were, oh shit, whoops, don't say his name again, people, or I'll get you. Um, (laughs) I saw the look in his eyes, guys, you do not want to. (laughs) <laughs> these hands are ready um so but it, we were just going for a walk a few years ago he might have been four or five and it was in Kalamazoo and he just sat down on the sidewalk and just like crisscrossed his legs and like put his hands out like he was closed his eyes like he was meditating and thank god I snapped the shot but like and it was a digital photo at one point but like even the physical thing means yeah. so much more than just like the a digital version of it and yeah. then I think those other ones just you know are pretty rad too, but I, I, so what I was going to say before you got going was every, like the reason it's always relevant is like what the thing that helps ground you now might not be the same thing in a month or two or whatever. Mm-hmm. It might be, but like, it um, might be. I know there's been times in my life where physicality has played a different role than, you know, other times right and sometimes I needed to write more and sometimes I needed to whatever but similarly and I don't think this is like by accident people breathing has become one of the most important things yeah. for me like intentional breathing and that and uh, similarly I'll do if I have time and like space I'll do like the cycles of Wim Hof breathing where it's you know, deep inhalations and partial exhalations with holes and all that stuff, which is great, um, and brings about this beautiful calm, but also just like one deep breath, yep. like resets it. And yep. on the like physiological side of it, it's it's engaging your I believe it's parasympathetic please excuse me if I'm wrong but it's the the, the I, think, yeah, I think that's the, the one yeah. the calming um, nervous state right um, that is going to allow you to return towards um, turn return towards like a state of calm or a state of being able to be in flow with whatever um, to, to better handle the situation 
and so well there's other things that I've been working on lately like I've been trying to read more and I've been trying to you know do some sort of intentional movement most days and like writing more and all that when it comes down to it this breathing thing has been just uh maybe the most important thing um for me as of late because it has even with lots of things happening it has allowed for me to maintain a state of calm or more calm to be able to better handle things um i don't know that's i i don't know i think and i think uh you know it i maybe didn't always believe like when people say take a few deep breaths or count backwards from 10 or whatever like it seems silly but i promise you like if you if you start to make a practice of it and just explore it yourself there's no right or wrong way just you know there's some simple ways though that you can kind of yeah jump into the thing that i'm i'm certain that you will uh feel a bit calmer and be able to bring a little bit more intention to the your response to things um yeah man be a lighthouse i love it anything else uh no dude uh i think we're um we're at a good point now uh the pre-show is on sale after this for Twenty-five dollars. It's actually just going to be a silent track because we didn't record the pre-show today. (laughs) You can you can still pay twenty-five dollars. You can still pay twenty-five dollars. Can you imagine if like, I mean, I'm sure some podcasts do, but like, the pre and post show for some podcasts that like lots of people listen to, if they released that shit, like, man, I'm sure some like I've heard. Yeah. that like crazy shit happens before and after some of those things with when like there was an episode of the Wadcast that had Tate Fletcher and John Wellborn on it and I just like I wonder for them on the same episode yeah yeah I haven't heard that and I need to listen to it now yeah I, I they're both fantastic humans I think in my but opinion like man that just seems like S- some large humans in one room yeah yeah, Sorry, awesome. just a just a moment of appreciation for Tate Fletcher. He simultaneously is like one of the most loving, caring guys. Like gives a huge bear hug, but I've also on more than one person's post. It's this is hilarious and makes me laugh so hard. Right, like if people are fucking with someone who he's like close with in one way or another, like if they're writing rude shit or whatever, he's like he'll write on the post. I will fuck up anyone who, like, continues to... I'll come to this place and do... And there was one particular one where he commented again under me. He's like, I guess that worked. <laughs> like, nice. I, I think there's... He, not to say that you run around, like, trying to fight everybody at all. And I don't... That's not how he operates at all. But he has a particular skill set. And he's a large human. Like, I've met him in person. He's a large human who has, uh, again, a particular skill set. I don't think that you want to be disrespectful to the people he loves and cares about. 
Yeah. And because, uh, in my opinion, he's probably trying to be a lighthouse too. I had to bring him back there. All right. Um, you can right. you can follow my friend Anthony Fisher at Anthony Fisher. He is also s- probably going to be releasing more blog posts on the middle ground. Yeah, middle grounded. Middle. That's the word middle. Ground. Add an ed at the end. <laughs> dot wordpress.com. And so I don't have a domain name. It's all good, bro. Um, the, the, so the domain names are actually cheap. It's the fucking servers that are expensive. Yeah. yeah. Because you can get a domain for like twenty bucks a year. But yeah. then to but host then that shit every for, month, exactly. you gotta pay twenty more dollars, um, or whatever. So he also, and I don't know when it's gonna be released, but he recorded his first solo podcast the other day, and I had a chance to listen to it. And man, this guy can story tell. It was what twenty minutes long, and it was twenty minutes. Yeah, it's twenty minutes long, but the way he uh, speaks. There's no ums or whatever, and it's it's so. What's the word? I potent is the word I used. It's very potent with um, a lot of heart and a lot of. Uh, there's just a lot there, even if in a little space. Like I listened to the intro when it was only three minutes long. I was like, "Holy shit! You're gonna blow some people's it's brains me. out just with the intro." Um, yeah, so I, had, I also had a finger of whiskey with that so maybe i should do that on the dead man at four in the morning um i well i guess you don't work on saturdays anymore i was gonna say i don't know if people would look too fondly of you having whiskey before you went to work but you don't work on saturdays anymore not anymore um yeah that to that topo chico though that's what i was they started selling that at meyer here recently meyers is a uh regional supermarket um but uh, sorry you, and so he can be followed at anthony fisher and his blog and a solo podcast middlegrounded.wordpress.com if you would like to pay for anthony's hosting service you can direct message me and i'll set that up on the back end without him knowing um you can follow me at tyler clark fleming because i'm super original um, and I've been writing a little bit at tylercfleming.com and I'll also have a solo podcast here soon. I, uh, I've actually been drawing out logos as we've been, uh, nice. as we, we've been talking. Nice. So, uh, to come people. All right. Um, close us out, dude. Tell them to have a good day or something. Y'all have a good day. Peace. Good man. 51 minutes. And...